What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please welcome my very special guest, zooming in all the way from Raleigh, North Carolina, Andrew Lees. He is a business launch specialist and co-host of Entrepreneur Life Podcast. And Andrew is a very interesting guest. I'm excited for him to tell a little bit about his background, and we're going to get into all the good stuff. Andrew, thank you for joining us today. Please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show, Deanna. Um, I really love what you're doing, and I'm I'm super excited to you know to talk some more on your show. We we had a good discussion offline, so let's see if we can translate that on on the show here. Um, so yeah, I I have a background in mechanical engineering. Um, I studied mechanical and aerospace engineering in college, and but I I wanted to do more than that. I always had an entrepreneurial, inventive type spirit. And so I started a couple companies. I started a, a product-based company called Grass Racks. We make uh, bamboo display racks for boards, bikes, and skis. And then I also have a, a product development business. Um, and from that, so I develop physical products. It's I don't I, we don't really do apps or you know SaaS type products. Just just yeah. to kind of be clear because. Um, sometimes there's a little confusion there. But then uh, from that, I realized that a lot of people really struggle with just having, they don't necessarily have an idea of how to get their idea to, um, and monetize, like launch and monetize that, that idea. So I um, mean, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. There's a lot of kind of fake gurus trying to, you know, lead you down one path or the other. And there's so many different shiny objects to chase. So I really love helping people figure out that path of and and help them with a strategy to get from their idea to launch it and and uh, grow a successful business from there. I love that, and so you, you really fascinate me. And you know, we had this conversation before we started recording. Um, I, I feel like oh, with your background, like that, that scientific part, that very analytical part, you, you typically does not marry up to like an entrepreneur. And yeah. it's like almost like polar opposites. Can you tell us a little bit about that that struggle or that journey for you? Because I think that that would really benefit someone who might have your background that wants to do a little bit more be or be a little bit more of an entrepreneur. Yeah, definitely. So I I definitely have a very analytical uh, brain, but I also have a very creative brain, and um, I also am, am very ambitious. So. I, I think a lot of people get, there's a lot of engineers who get a lot of joy out of, of, of getting really into the weeds of, you know, of a, of a problem or, you know, an engineering type problem sure. and they, you know, really getting into the physics and the math. And there was a time in my life, especially in college when I loved that, I loved being in the weeds of that, but I also realized that, that, that staying there kind of conflicted with my uh, ultimate goal, which was to start a business, you know, grow a business and be financially independent and successful in that way. Um, and for for me, it wasn't about making the most money possible, but it was just about being uh, financially independent and and not not having to really worry about not living paycheck to paycheck. Not which a lot of people, even if they make six figures, can still you can still easily live paycheck to paycheck. And if you're working for somebody else, you, you definitely have to worry about, um, you know, about that getting taken away from you, especially now that there's no loyalty on either side, on the employer and the, the employee yeah. side. And a lot of people kind of found that out with COVID. A lot of employers didn't have a choice but to, 
Yeah. Yeah. Be <laughs> furloughed or laid off. Um, so I, you know, I think it's, it's a in super interesting time that we live in now that a, a lot of people are starting to realize a lot more people are starting to realize, Hey, I want to have some more financial independence. I want to start a business. And, um, so anyway, that kind of take it back to me that, that is, I definitely struggle with, uh, with balancing my analytical engineer brain and my creative brain. And like we we're talking about offline, um, you know, sometimes I'll get through, I, I, I want to solve every problem. Sure. So, and I kind of look at a problem as there's just a solution for it. Mm-hmm. I, I try not to worry too much about it because as an engineer, I was really taught to just, you just work your way through it. There's always some solution, right? But um, sometimes with that, with that mentality, I work through things a little too systematically um, and a little bit, and, and I forget sometimes about, you know, to, to take a step back and think creatively. And it's, it's important to do that because I think the creative part, um, inspires you as a, as an entrepreneur. And if it inspires you, it inspires other people. And that's how you connect to other people. And as an entrepreneur, that's what we're trying to do. That's the most important thing. If you can't connect with anybody else, then you're just living in a bubble. So boom. <laughs> I've got like fireworks going up. That was very, very <laughs> profound and, and powerful. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. So talk to us a little bit about this business launch, um, that business launch specialist that you are, because I loved what you said before we started recording that you just want to help people. So can you talk a little bit about that and what you do specifically to help, help others? Yeah. So what I realized is, and I was developing products for people, um, developing my own my products for myself that I was launching, but also for for my clients. And I realized that a lot there's a lot of people who um, they don't know how to get from their idea to launch and then and monetize and and get their idea out there. And um, so I really wanted to. Uh, it, it first kind of started as rounding out my services to include more than just engineering and product development. Sure. Because what I was realizing was I was developing products for people and it's really only one piece of the puzzle, mm-hmm. you know, and there is a misconception. I think that uh, you get a patent, you develop a product and you're going to be a millionaire very quickly. And it's just not, it's just not at all the case. You know? mm-hmm. No. So, I mean, a lot of it, you, you've got to have a great product. You've got to have a great design. Um, and you've having a patent can be great. You don't necessarily need it, but you, you know, then the next most important thing is, is understanding how you actually launch that product and how you, um, it's not, when I say launch, I don't mean this, this, you know, event with a lot of fanfare and like, Hey, my product is out there, you know? Um, but it's, how do you connect your product with your ideal customers? How do you figure out who your ideal customers are? So how do you do that market research? How do you understand your competition? You know, model your business, do financial modeling, um, market, uh, and then then what are you gonna do from marketing and sale, branding, marketing and sales standpoint to really set your product apart and then connect with your audience? So, and there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, There's no, there's, there's a, no necessarily like 
right way to do it. And every product and every service, every business is, is different in the way that you approach that marketing and sales strategy. Um, you know, some, some businesses may work really well with, with driving traffic through ads or organic traffic, or, you know, some of it's Google ads, Instagram, Pinterest. There's so many, so many different ways, press releases. So, there's so many different ways to get the word out there. Um, once you already have a product that um, it's, it's just super important to have a strategy because I've, I didn't have a strategy when I launched grass racks, the board rack company, and I did put a business plan together, but it wasn't, it wasn't a good strategy. It was, I wrote it. It was a pain in the butt <laughs> I, and I wrote it cause I thought I had to. Yeah. And it was like a 30, 40 page document. And then, and I haven't looked at it. I actually stumbled on it when I was going through files the other day and I still didn't even open it. Cause I'm like, it just didn't, really? d- didn't help, you know, unless I think, unless you're getting a loan from a bank or maybe talking with certain investors, a formal business plan doesn't necessarily help. The most important part of strategizing is not, not to communicate to other people what your business is all about. Like if you're looking for investment, sure. You need to communicate it. Um, definitely if you're looking for a loan, you got to be able to communicate it. But what I think a lot of entrepreneurs miss is they need to, they first need to understand how it works themselves. They, they need to understand their strategy themselves because they need to execute on it and on a daily basis. And you got to know what you should do when you should do it. And so that's, that's why I wanted to help, want to help people, um, figure out that plan for their business and just launch with more confidence and save, time and money. Cause I know I've wasted plenty of both trying to figure it out. You and me both, you and me both. I think that what you offer is incredibly important. So even like, let's just like from the, my podcast point of view, which you have a podcast, I've mm-hmm. had to really um, figure out how to like my strategy and how to get it out there to increase my audience and just build and build and build, you know, cause having a podcast, you know, you're not asking anybody to buy anything from you, you know, typically, unless you have another side business and you're using this to market. Right. For me, it's like, I've, you know, there, the market is so saturated, right? With so many things, with products, with podcasts, with this, that, Mm -hmm. and so you really have to figure out what is going to make you stand out. And so that your message is going to get to the, like, like you said, your my, like my target audience, your target customer, Mm-hmm. And it has been a learning lesson for me, but I also, you know, I, I was a fashion designer and I have a skincare line. And so like, I made a lot of real, I made a lot of mistakes with that. And I think that if I had someone maybe like you that could have helped me with that strategy, I probably would have been a little bit more successful with the fashion design. However, I don't know if I would have kept going <laughs> regardless. <laughs> it is yeah. a very uh, unique business and I've had tons of businesses in my life, but it's a very unique business business. And I think you have to have really deep pockets if you're going to get into the fashion game. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I love what you're, what you're offering. And I think that it is very important, especially this day and age, you know, when we have so much coming at us on a daily basis through social media, through email, through this, through that, through just like we have, there's so many different outlets, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're going to really have to figure out, I mean, social media is such a powerful platform to, for anyone. So whether you're you're a public person, you have a product, you know, if you really leverage that in the right way, I mean, it's gangbusters. Right. And I, I mean, I love it. I'm a total social media whore. So 
<laughs> I'm yeah. all over it. You know, I get, I mean, it's that. free, which is right. amazing. Right. And yeah. And you can definitely, um, I mean, you can leverage that for, you know, for free. You can obviously advertise on those platforms, which, um, sometimes helps to augment or accelerate, you know, getting in front of people, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it can be a really, really great tool. And I would say that you have to figure out what the, usually with a particular business, there's a platform that works better than others. For some Instagram works really well, like for fashion, Instagram, I I feel like, and you probably know a little better than I do about that, but, um, you know, there's a ton of fashion companies on there, but you're able, there's also a lot of, a ton of interest too. And there's a lot of affiliates on Instagram. There's a lot of influencers that you can tap into that you can work with. Um, and it's seen, and it probably converts better than some products. Um, so yeah, knowing that like for grass racks, our, um, our best platform is Pinterest. We get much, yeah, we get much more traction, actual sales from Pinterest. So, you know, and, and I was really surprised by that because, you know, for a while, everybody was like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta grind on Instagram. You gotta, you know, build it up, build it up, which is important. I think it's important to kind of be present on it on at least a couple platforms and Instagram is at least Instagram or Facebook. Um, I think, I think now having, it's, it's kind of weird sometimes when I see somebody has a Facebook page and not an Instagram, you know, they'll be running ads on Instagram and you click and they don't have an Instagram it it's more just like you need that presence I think uh, but it, it is important to figure out what, what's your you know what's your platform what where are people really looking who are looking for your type of product or service that's true I've actually been using Twitter a little bit more because um, I'm, fi- I'm finding that on Twitter for my podcast there's like so many people that are asking for recommendations and I really I honestly don't like Twitter I don't I don't get it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, I just think, I think I, I watch a lot of these, some of these tweets and I'm like, this is so stupid. Just yeah, like yeah. TikTok. I really can't get into TikTok. I just, I, I, I find it so dumb, but maybe that's, I'm aging myself a little bit. I was on there and I was trying to get more of a presence and I'm like, eh, with everything that happened last year and the whole like, oh, Chinese, like China is like grabbing all our information, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm just going to get yeah, it's a, it. Totally. Yeah. It's a little bit weird. Yeah. My wife loves TikTok. Okay, um, and she, yeah. And she'll, she'll does tell she me something. Dances? No, she, she, yeah, she does. She wants us to do the dances. So we got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we tried, we've tried a couple and I'm, I'm a terrible dancer. So I just That's burnt out. Right. She's, she's a great dancer, but I, I kind of bring down the average. Awesome. So I'm gonna have to go. Well, I gotta go check this TikTok out. You wanna tell us what where it what, what it is? The handle? <laughs> What's that? Oh, I, I, we don't have anything up ourselves. Oh, it's just like we've. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, but it's so she'll tell me something. She'll be like, "Hey, did you know?" Blah blah blah. And she'll you know tell me this cool fact, and I'm like, oh, "No, I've never heard that before. That's that is pretty cool." And she said, "She'll be like, I learned it on TikTok." <laughs> Like, okay, cool. You know, there's, <laughs> there's some, there's definitely value to it. And it'll be interesting to yeah. see how that plays out, you know, and I'm trying to figure out how, how do I leverage TikTok, you know, for, for my business to connect with more people, you've got to, whatever it is, you've got to play in, in, in the format, whatever platform it is. Every platform has its own format. Um, right. Pinterest yeah. to Instagram is a little closer. You can throw up a picture on, on either platform with a, you know, a description, you're, you're going to be okay. It's about, you know, it's roughly the same kind of format, even if you're targeting different people. 
um, TikTok is is kind of completely different. You know, you yeah. got to play play with the trends, see what's trending, um, and and that is something that my wife is really good at is figuring out what the trends are. So okay. she'll be like, "Hey, you could apply this trend to your business." You know, like w- one of them on TikTok right now is show me something without show me like you watch Shark Tank without telling me or tell me you watch Shark Tank without telling me you watch Shark Tank. And then it could be you like reading an entre- you know entrepreneur mag with a shark in the background or something. So okay. it's like more of a visual thing and you can then use that trend in your business. So um, tell me you know about product launch without telling me you know about product launch, you know, and then you could have a picture of your your product that you're just about to launch and that's cool though i, I mean yeah, I, kinda like, yeah. I like the premise of that so i have a friend who's very active on tiktok he's got like over two hundred thousand followers and he's they're actually sending him money now because he's mm-hmm. got so much engagement um which is great i'm happy for him um and i and i've been i've seen some courses on how to use tiktok for podcasts and i really mm-hmm. i really should start doing that but i just i don't know with so many different platforms, it's really kind of hard and it's a full-time job. It is mm-hmm. a full-time job having to manage all that and posting all the time, planning your posts, you know, and having oh, yeah. a strategy for each platform. Um, yep. you know, but, but it is, this is the world we live in. It's not going anywhere. And now we have, yeah. we have clubhouse, which probably would be good for you. Yep. Are, yep. Are you, I don't know. Are you on there? You I on am. There? Yeah. 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 And it's, it's a really cool, it's a really cool platform. I had to turn off notifications for a couple of weeks oh, just because I like whenever I need to actually get a lot of, you know, real work done. I'm like, all right, I got to turn that. I got to turn those notifications off because it's, it's, it's constant. It's yeah, it's nonstop. And I'll go on there and I'll see people in, in clubhouse rooms for hours. And like every time I go on, they're still on there. It might be a different room, but there's, and I'm like, how, when are you sleeping? You know, what yeah. do you do? What are you doing with? Maybe they're but, just actively, they're just constantly logged in to have that exposure. I don't know. We had this, yeah, that, yeah. that was a topic last night that when we had a fire. So I told you I was in a network, a virtual networking group last night and there are people from all over the country. And I, I mean, it's a really great group, especially maybe for you, I could send you the link. So they have, yeah. it was, this one was specifically focused in the Midwest, but we had people zooming in from like California, you know, St. Louis, all over the place. Um, but they have one from in the Southeast. They have one um, West Coast and uh, Midwest. And it's mm-hmm. a lot, it's all entrepreneurs, people that are just exchanging information, just trying to like get more contacts. But yeah. Clubhouse was a topic of conversation after the, the event closed. We had a fireside chat where people could ask me anything, you know, for like 20, 30 minutes. And then we had, then there was a discussion about Clubhouse. And Somebody th- said, well, it's going to get saturated like every other social media platform, and then it's not going to be as valuable as it is right now. So right yep. now is the time to really take advantage of it until they start, until it starts, you know, because it's only available on iPhone, not on mm-hmm. Android. So once that happens, you know, it's just going to get more saturated and not going to have the full benefit that it does right now. But um, yep. I-, I had a question for you. I wanted to go back to your background. How do you feel that your mechanical and aerospace engineering is helps you be a good strategist for entrepreneurs? Uh, great question. So that that plays to the engineering. My engineering brain is is like the analytical side, and I think having a, a good strategy is very analytical. Okay. You know, it's it's very um, kind of cut and dry and organ you know organized and solving through problems, reverse engineering, kind of figuring out like, okay, where do I want to get to? How do I strategize to get there? 
And so if the most important thing I learned in engineering school was how to solve problems. And, and that's actually right out of college. Um, engineers will get picked up for a lot of different employers, not just engineering companies, higher engineers because of that. So, um, yeah, I think when I look back, I'm like, there was a lot of math and physics, which I loved. And I loved, you know, learning about, (laughs) you know, yeah, space, spacecraft and aerodynamics and, and some really, really cool stuff. Um, but the, what I, what I realized over the years is the most important thing that I learned that was just, um, kind of hammered into me was if there's no problem that you can't solve. And so launching, if you're looking at like launching a business as the problem, you just have to figure out how to solve it. And so I I think it really think, I think that analytical organized part of my brain really, really lends itself well to, to working on strategy. And then if you have that blueprint, then then it's a matter of just executing on it, which you, you know, then you just need the mindset. You need the, you know, the diligence and the focus to be able to do that consistently, but it's so much harder because I've done it without, I've, I've, I've gone through, like I launched grass racks in the beginning, like I said, without a strategy. And it's like, do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, you know, I'm just, yeah. you're just constantly, you're just constantly, around. yeah, you're bouncing around executing on things that, you know, you think are great one day and then the next day you're not into it and you're onto something else and you just can't have that. You've got to be consistent. You've got to be doing the same. You got to be doing the right things in the right order consistently. Oh man, you're, dro- you're dropping so many great nuggets of wisdom. So anybody that's out there that's listening, which I know a lot of you are entrepreneurs and um, people that are kind of doing your own thing. This is, that was some really great stuff, really great input from Andrew. Andrew, I, we're gonna. I want to switch gears really quick and talk about your your co-host on Entrepreneur Life podcast. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that? Because I think that really kind of marries up well with what we're talking about and you know what what my what I'm throwing out there to the world. Yeah, definitely. So we're um, you know I know you're interviewing uh, entrepreneurs and and business people. You know, and it's really cool. It's very it's similar to what we're doing. We were interviewing entrepreneurs and. And the show is called That Entrepreneur Life. So we're what, what we're trying to do with it is we, we want it to be, I'm a huge fan of How I Built This um, by Guy Raz. And, and so I recommend people check that out too. But what, what we're trying to do is be How I Built This, but with, with even more um, actionable insight. So, you know, they're asking a lot of questions on that show about these high profile entrepreneurs. Um you know, founder of Patagonia, um, founder of Bumble, all these, you know, relatively famous companies. And they're asking about their journey. And I think the journey is such a cool part. And we want to know about the journey. But we also want to know what are some things that you've learned along the way that our audience can go out and implement in their business today? You know, not not sort of like high level stuff that it's like, you know, Oh yeah, if I focus more, I'll get better. Cool. But how do I do that? Or how do I, you know, how do I really, what's a tactic, what's sure. an actual tactic that I can implement in my business right now that, um, you know, that will help me. So that's, that's the kind of stuff that I we wanted it. to kind of get out of our, uh, guests. I don't, I think that there, there's ne- never enough information for anyone that is an entrepreneur trying to do 
break out of whatever, you know, box that they're in and to become stand on their own and become independent. So mm -hmm. I think that that's awesome. I just go about it a little bit different way. I like to focus on like you with your very interesting background. And now you are, you are completely different than what, like, yeah, you're using those skills that you, that you've learned and you went to school for, but you're doing so many, I think you're, you're more asset, a better asset to the world by offering your, your strategy, your business um, launch strategy and all that stuff. I think that that is more valuable. So um, I appreciate you know, that. Well, for sure. You know, I, for, like I said before, or maybe I said it during, <laughs> I don't know, you know, I'm all about serving others. And I think that there's not enough people like us that are serving people. And I find that a lot of entrepreneurs are really successful ones are, mm -hmm. are coming from a place that want to help and want to, and want to make sure that you're offering wisdom and advice to someone who needs it, that wants to become successful. And so I think it's just yeah. really, really important. Um, can you go ahead and like, let us know some links or where people can find you, follow you, maybe consult with you on what you're offering and your podcast? Yeah, definitely. So you can uh, find more at stokestrategies.com. Um, and my product development company is Stoke Ventures. So that's stokeventures.com. And at Stoke Ventures on Instagram. It's uh, Stoke underscore Ventures. And then the podcast is at entrepreneurlife.com. And you can check out episodes there, listen to it on um, any of your favorite, you know, uh, podcast directories and, uh, you know, and, and sign up for our newsletter. And so those are, yeah, those are the best ways to reach out. You can DM or email me. Um, and I'm happy. I'm always happy to talk to entrepreneurs and, you know, people just even thinking about starting a business. Um, you know, even if we don't end up working together, uh, even if I can't help with product development or product launch strategy, I'm always happy to just bounce ideas around and, and just help in any way I can just give some advice. Awesome. Oh my gosh. You're the bomb.com Andrew. So, uh, you have any last words or whiz piece of wisdom you want to share with the audience before I wrap things up? Uh, I mean, I think the most important thing is anybody who's thinking about starting a business, uh, really give it some serious thought and and just start. You know, if you're kind of on the fence, that's the most important thing is to get started, get some traction. It's not going to be pretty in the beginning, um, and and it really shouldn't be. I mean, I've I've heard this a bunch of times. A, a quote about you should be able to look back on what you did a few years ago and just laugh at how how silly it looked, how silly it was, you know, how rough around the edges it was. And you, you should be able to do that because one that shows that you started, that you didn't wait too long to start and just get yeah. going and get some traction. Um, you just got out there, you got feedback from people and, and you use the feedback from, you know, your potential customers and to, to make the product better, you know, so yeah. you made it better, but you got started, which is so important. I love it. Andrew, you're awesome. I could keep talking to you forever, actually. Like I, we didn't yeah. even touch any of the other questions, but um, we, we might have to do like a follow-up and just see where things are with you and just kind of um, see how many people hear about all the people that you're helping with their business strategy. But um, that'd be guys, awesome, yeah. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kemple with Label Free Podcast. Uh, to live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back very soon with more dynamic guests. Ah. Uh